to the Electric Juice Podcast. My name is Nick, and Ben is unfortunately not here again today. He, I am flying solo. He is still pretty sick. My God, I caught him in the case of the COVID, I think. Um, but we have a wonderful guest, nonetheless. Great interview with my man, uh, Michael, also known as Mega Train from California. Now, I reached out to him because I've been following him quite a while on Instagram, he is one of the best terrain model makers I know. Um, some of his rock work that uh, that he does is absolutely outstanding. It is um, some of my work has actually been inspired from this guy. Uh, so, yeah, I really can't re- recommend him enough. Um, we had a great interview, great talk, a lot of fun. Um, we go into resin printing, terrain tools that he uses, all sorts of really cool stuff. So, um, you know, where to get started. Uh, yeah, he's a really nice guy. Great guy. Um, welcome Mike, uh, AKA Omega train. Okay, Mike, here we are, brother. In the podcast, uh, you have one of the best rock techniques I think I've ever seen when it comes to like a D and D type of style gaming table. And it looks like you put effort into your photos. So not only do you have good rock terrain, you have good photos, good presentation, and that's right up my alley. So uh, yeah, uh, tell, t- tell us tell us what's going on, Mike. So uh, you mentioned how I have good rock features in my model making skills, which I find funny because in my day job I'm a geologist um, by trade, so I have a familiarity with with rocks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess that was the first skill I mastered first when building terrain features is rocks because mm-hmm. it's like the simplest to jump into and uh there's not a lot of pressure to make something look perfect with rocks or something like landscape features compared to like a building where you have to have everything squared and nice and neat mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. so yeah i i tried a bunch of things and i've done a lot of research on it it sounds silly to research how to build miniature rocks but you know it really it's a talent i mean yeah, it's a talent yeah, yeah so yeah yeah it pays off to do your research and Get some references and see stuff in the real world and kind of try to mimic it in you know, a sure. small scale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a uh, one of my one of my really good friends is like trying to get into this. He's doing rocks and his, you know, he's kind of they look very newish. Like he doesn't, he's like he's he's like literally just getting into it. And it's like so I look at his stuff. Then like you just said, I looked at your stuff. I mean, it's just it's completely it's night and day difference. And <laughs> and I really suggest anyone. Now, once again, to the landscape game, I mean, your 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 Instagram page, Omega uh, Train, is it's good stuff, man. It's good Thank stuff. You. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. How long have you been, how long you been doing it for? Um, I've done it probably three or four years now, um, yeah. even though I, I originally dabbled in making terrain years ago, like over 20 years ago when I was like a, a kid. Um, playing Warhammer and other tabletop war games, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, but one day I was just, I was just bored and I was like, I wonder if I can you know, build terrain and take good photos of it. And I just kind of got into it as like a hobby and then just kind of blossomed into this Instagram page that I have now. And um, I sell things time to time, um, mm-hmm. mostly because I'm <laughs> – I'm not a pack rat. I, I don't like having all this stuff lying around. So I try to, uh, I sell it off when I get a little too crowded. Do you but, get a, do you get a, do you get a pretty good bid on it or do you kind of sell it kind of, uh, reasonable? 
Mm, depends on the piece. Some yeah. of them, some of them, definitely require a lot more love and attention than others. Um, yeah. As far as like details and materials, but you know, I'm I don't I don't profit off of it really. It's not my it's not my day job. It's not what I do for a living. So I yeah. do it mostly for fun. But I know this year has been kind of tough. You know, with COVID, you know, and people not playing in like gaming groups as much. Um, it's been kind of slow go in that sense, in the business sense, but I yeah. still, still enjoy it. Actually, I think I produce more and better stuff this year because I had so much time to. <laughs> I know, man. I know. That's, that's, uh, like I was just talking to my dad like about this yesterday. Like he came, he's like the first time he's been over my house in forever. And he, he came downstairs and he's just like, holy shit, man. Like you've gotten to work over this last like nine months. And I'm all yeah. like, yeah, it's like, I don't have anything else, nothing else to do. Right. So it's like, yeah. But, um, so where do you get your uh, inspiration from for your, for your trains? Do you just think of it? Do you look at photos or, um, well, it's pretty much two real avenues where I get my inspiration from is I love doing like outdoor things like national mm -hmm. park visits and I live in California. So there's plenty of national mm -hmm. parks and, natural beauty out here um Are you, uh, north, north california or south? Uh, san francisco bay area okay all right yeah all right. yeah so i i love going to national parks and that has a big impact on my train especially the national parks in utah uh with like Canyonlands or bryce canyon i love i love those places i love those desert rocks that get all wonky and have arches and they just look alien um i love those things so i try to copy those a lot and then the other part is uh besides the geologist i'm also an archaeologist at, at times um yeah so <laughs> so i've i've been doing i did archaeology in caves and um in central america and i've also Wait, what, wait, 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 wait. Right, yeah. back, that, back that part up <laughs> how do you how do you how do you get how does i don't even know where do you I mean, you go to school, then you just like join a join a like a college that sends you out. Or how does that work? So, long story short, I got a job at a university in California, and um, I was a, my lab mate that I was working with mm -hmm. just casually mentioned that, "Hey, I know this professor that wants um, people to join them in in uh, Central America for archaeology and." you should contact them. And I'm like, okay. So I, I cold, I cold email this person, this professor. And they're like, yeah, uh, why don't you um, bring your geology skills to Central America and we'll, we'll look at some Maya ruins together. And I'm just like, sure. And after, yeah. And after that, that field season, which was like three or four weeks um, doing cave stuff, they're like, do you want to, do you want to, attend this university as a phd student and i'm like yeah <laughs> why wow. not um so, so you got so you got your phd i don't know i quit uh oh, well. <laughs> um, right. yeah this, well, it's still you know, pretty sweet though yeah yeah no archaeology is great but it's not great if you want to have a, a paycheck every week and uh oh really yeah it's not a it's not a great financial career you have to really really love it and i just didn't see it panning out in the future it's great it's fun it's a fun thing to do but it it didn't seem to be sustainable unfortunately so you're not like you're not like indiana jones out there <laughs> no 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 not at all <laughs> indiana jones is unemployed and eating ramen <laughs> right, right. that's awesome yeah but, so how, how long were you in uh south america you said 
Uh, Central America. Central America. How long were you? Yeah. How long were you down there for? I went there. I went there three years, and each time was like uh, four to six weeks at a time. Um, yeah, so it was it was a hell of a fun place to be. Wild Good experience. But I definitely got a lot of experience. Uh, I definitely have some terrain pieces that are directly inspired by that. Um, oh yes, yes, yeah. of course. Um, between the archaeology and like the the mystery of the archaeology that I saw, and like the the ways caves form or just that kind of terrain is, I can. Yeah, I'm browsing your stuff, and definitely, it's uh, yeah, some of the like, <laughs> kind of like temple looking deals you got going on. Yeah, so, and and I. And I know it's kind of hard. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Um, I guess I, I really have to encourage for people to look at your page because when you're trying to talk to people about a particular artist they may not be familiar with, it's really hard to articulate mm -hmm. what they look like without actually seeing it. Um, so, but I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're trying to get into the rock game, pff, <laughs> you're, you're the you're the guy. <laughs> I mean, you're the guy. Yeah. Because like, I, I tried to do well, one of my pieces I did about six months ago. I tried to, I actually got a lot of inspiration from your page. Actually, I was trying to do like this kind of like space outer world rock waterfall dealy thing. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, yeah. And it got like a lot of your rock stuff really inspired me to do that particular nice. piece that I did. So, yeah. yeah but, um, so I mean, what, what, what else, like what type, what type of tools do you use for your, uh, for your, uh, for your projects? So I'm, I used to do lots of foam, like everyone starts mm -hmm. off with insulation foam and I've been kind of weaning myself off of that mostly because I just got sick of cutting foam and having it all these foam clippings all over the place and using hot wire foam stuff is fine but you know it smells bad and it's just it's kind of toxic so it's yeah. just the more the more I you know the older I get the more I don't like using the foam so I've been transitioning a lot to epoxy mm -hmm. um which I, I love. I love sculpting. It's like sculpting with, um, it feels like you're sculpting with gum, like chewing gum that you've been chewing yeah. for a little while. Yeah. It's, so it's the stuff you get in the two containers and you mix it. And yeah. You it. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's milliput. Um, this stuff, it comes in white or black. I think it comes in other colors, but pretty much in the art store, it's white or black. Um, yep. I know and yeah, it's really great. Um, it's so easy to sculpt. It dries like, like, within 24 hours to like a, a hardness that feels like, like plastic, like it's very durable. So, um, I think, I don't know if anyone's going to see my page. Um, um, but anyway, I, I, I'll, I'll be linking it in the show notes. So, all right, cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I sculpted, uh, like a, a skull demon cliff face, um, recently that was a recent project that was entirely out of, um, epoxy sculpt. Um, mm. And just using clay, metal clay tools um, that are a little damp, and some wood tools, um, and then texturing. I usually like use an exacto knife to carve out like little notches, or I'll just use like real rocks or uh, the tin foil method, which is kind of a, a popular way to texturize things. Um, but I like I like to use real rocks over tin foil. So the tin foil kind of flattens out after a while, you know it kind of smooths, but the real rocks, it just, you know, you can't, you can't it's going to win over foam. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I, I, I like real rocks, like, cause when they made, when they did the Lord of the Rings, the giant bigotures, they used rocks. I'm like, yeah, good enough for these guys. It's right? good enough for me, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes people ask me about 
using real rocks is like, why don't I just use real rocks? And I feel like, yeah, you could just paint rocks, although painting real rocks doesn't work um, the best the, all the yeah. time. Um, but, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to ship this thing out, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to ship a, I'm not paying to ship <laughs> 60 pounds of rock. <laughs> right, right, yeah. The, the weight's the weight's the biggest, the one of the biggest yeah. reasons, yeah. Yeah, plus it's like, it's supposed to be like a hobby. You know, if I just painted and gluing rocks, then I'll be done in like a minute. And then what right. I do the rest of the day, you know. <laughs> Where's the fun in that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so that's my epoxy is kind of like my go-to. I also use, I do the same kind of thing with foam or I do like a hybrid of the two. Um, if it's something really massive, I don't want to like spend uh, a ton on getting all these epoxies and making these huge things. So I'll do like a, like a, like a foam core uh, and then put epoxy around it or I'll just like break off the foam and use that here and there in areas that I know they're probably going to be um, handled less, but I don't need to worry about so much the, um, the epoxy. I try to design and build things so that they're a little more durable with games like Dungeons and Dragons or, um, Wargaming like Warhammer. Um, so I, I hate the idea of like someone gets something from me and then like it just falls apart <laughs> as soon as they yeah. get it. Um, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. Okay. All right. Right. Um, so you, do you, is most of your customers or people you deal with people in, I would assume that play D and D or you just giving them to like people that want to put them on their walls and stuff. You know, that's a good question. I really, I never hear what happens to these things. They kind of right. leave my house, they go to the post office and then they just end up where they end up. I nev never hear from them again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. who really knows, right? I would love if, if someone had something that, they bought off me this to tell me what it looks like now. <laughs> I'm so curious to like, how does this hold up? What does this, what have they been doing with it? You know, a lot of people who do buy my things initially tell me that they want it for like Dungeons and Dragons or um, like a Warhammer 40k is another. Yeah. Because don't just some of your pictures, don't they have little Warhammer dudes in them? Yeah. Yeah. So I try to, I use those just for scale really, you know, I, um, to try to keep, keep a scale you know i don't really measure things like in like a like an uh, architect where i'm making sure that okay this beam is perfectly scaled to this i kind of like use a little figure and then eyeball it um it makes or it look good yeah so okay um do you uh do you play yourself i do yeah i uh i just picked up ninth edition of 40k <laughs> i wish uh, i could talk to you about that but i don't i i, I don't know anything about it yeah um, but i'll have <laughs> talk to you about it but uh yeah that's i mean i guess it if you're well what i was wondering is because if you're i guess it helps that you play so you can kind of know what other players are looking for yeah that's that's another thing I, I try to look into, you know, back in, back in, back in my day, you know, like old man over here, um, <laughs> the train wasn't as big of a deal. I, I don't feel, um, in the games, I don't remember it being a, as big of a deal. I feel like now like games workshop, for example, is releasing their own plastic kits of terrain, which that wasn't a thing back in when I was playing. 
I think the 3D printing has really upped the up the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So 3D yeah. printing. Can we talk about that? Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> right in, man. It's, uh, are you? Yeah. Is, that, is that a world you're getting in, into, or what? It, it is begrudgingly so, but I, um, I, I both love and hate it. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm, maybe you feel the same way about these things because you do um, great stuff too. And I feel like at times I love the idea, like, oh, I can just print off a little piece here and then there we go that's all i have to do but at the same time i feel like oh it, it doesn't feel like it was homemade it, especially if like i'm downloading someone else's fpl file yeah i feel like oh yeah. i'm just like feel dirty feels, yeah it feels wrong like i <laughs> yeah feel, I feel like I swipe my dad's liquor from his liquor cabinet or something. Right. <laughs> I, don't yeah. I, I don't, I don't personally own my own print. My, my dad, he, he has one and when I need his stuff, but I don't, I don't use it a whole lot because like, it's kind of like you said, I just, I just, I just do not have the time to go on my computer, build everything I need, send it to him, drive to his house, go get it. Come, like I just, I, was, mm-hmm. I need to buy my own. Um, one of these days, do you own, do you own your own printer? I do. Yeah. I just got, I literally just got one, um, what is it? Two, two weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah. I I just gave in. I was like, okay, I'm, I saw a YouTube video of someone creating some pretty awesome stuff. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I'm pretty jealous of that. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give in. I'm finally done. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I I saw, um, I'm sure you Luke, uh, Talon. You know that mm-hmm. guy, yeah, YouTuber. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like he's been three D printing a lot lately on his videos, and I'm just like, man, I should just cave in and do this. Yeah, I'm yeah. At. Like he said, like just like making little pipe. Like like there's only one place to get. I I do everything at one thirty fifth scale, and to get gutters and doors, mm. there's only one company that makes them. Um, mm. and I just I'm so sick of ordering like buying stuff from these guys like all yeah. the time. And it's the same yeah. gutter, it's the same doors, but they're the only company that makes them. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally um, get it. Totally yeah. get it. Yeah. So, um, so, ha, ha, what, what type of stuff have you made in the printer? Um, so far, I've made like more sci-fi pieces that require a little more um, finesse, I guess, like um, railings for like catwalks or mm. piping or like little control boxes. Yeah, sure. um, and then some like things for myself, like just like little tokens that you would need in some of these games to help you track of like your stats and wounds and all that stuff. But huh? that's, is, yeah. is it resin? Is it print resin or is it's, like- a, it's a resin printer? Yeah. I'm, you know, I remember when uh, those, the 3d printers were starting to be a little more common on like places like Etsy or eBay when people were selling their work um, and you get all these lines, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it, at first they look, you know, they look terrible. I thought with all these lines in it, it looked kind of cheesy. Um, and I saw some people trying to come up creative solutions where like they would create like um, 3d printed landscape features that had a lot of lines in it, but they would um, cover it in flock. So it would just look like a, a flock piece of foam, but it's actually 3d printed plastic, but it kind of <laughs> seemed kind of like beyond like besides the point. Um, that's okay. But now they're with the resin ones, they're like that's what got me. I was like, ooh, these yeah. are these are it. Those other printers, no. They're like I, I skipped that whole generation. They <laughs> went right to the 3D printer with the resin. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's funny that you say that because I had to order like I needed a statue for my little city I'm building. 
And I was like, I don't, and I had to order one. And I only found like one dude that made like the one I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And like you said, when I got, and I finally got it, there's lines all over it, but he just put flock all over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly what you said. Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta, like, all right, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. You got to like hide all the imperfections. You know? Yeah, yeah. I know as a model maker, I'm sure you can agree with this too. You got to hide all your, imper- oh, all yeah. your, all mm. those little spots that you're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, been, I've been trying to get pretty creative with it. And it like today I was doing, I've been really trying to perfect my brick walls with a uh, stucco on top of it. That's kind of broken and coming off the stucco coming off. Mm-hmm. It's very, very tricky to do this because there's no real, there's no, there's no tutorials on it on YouTube for exactly what I'm looking for. There's like, you know, there's a lot of tutorials for like the huge die, uh, toy figure, like one. Yeah. Like there's tons of that stuff. Yeah. Like, like our smaller scales is not a whole lot, especially when, uh, with like world war two style stuff. And where was I going with this? Uh, oh yeah. Hiding the imperfections. And man, dude, it's like, it, it's like I'm taking that grout and I'm covering up. Like I, I know there's like, cr- there's a cracks where there's not supposed to be cracks. I know there's little spaces where there shouldn't be spaces. I'm just using the grout to cover it all up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you just have to learn ways to cover up your mistakes that hopefully no one else. I definitely have a couple of those too. Yeah. I was just like, you're like painting and you accidentally splotched a paint on there and you're like, Oh shit. Okay. Well, I guess that's where some bushes are going to go <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, down that road one too many times. Yeah. But. Or, yeah. Or like you find a seam that just looks kind of ridiculous. Like, yep. um, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so, so you've been getting funny. You said foam because yeah, like you, I started off, like I, I got the, what is that? The, 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 the um, What's the table foam cutter and you push it through and the wire comes through? Uh, yeah. Is that green? It's green. What's that thing called? I forget. You know what I'm about, right? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I bought I bought that thing. Then yeah. I went I went on to uh because Black Magic Craft has the uh the add-ons, you know, mm-hmm. or they, they, yeah. they uh I, the thing where you can cut more straight and do angles and shit. I bought, yeah. A, bunch, yeah. I bought a bunch of stuff from that guy. Yeah, and I went I went crazy doing foam stuff, and I just I for me foam the texture was never quite right. Everything looked just slightly fluffy. The mm. the corners never ne- I could never get the corners exactly right. And pla- I moved to plaster, mm-hmm. um, making molds from buying molds and stuff, and it seems to the seems to be way better. Yeah, yeah. Have you tried plaster or anything like that? I I had never really got in the plaster. Um... I guess I, I never felt the need. I tried sculpt mold. That's as, as close to plaster. Yeah, that's if you want to do sculpt mold is going to be more if you want to do like terrains, like if you want to make like little hills and stuff. Yeah, or, yeah. Or fill yeah. in gaps. Um, but like um, like Woodland Scenics, they make like kind of like the, the standard generic rock mold. Yeah. But, um, there's a bunch of different companies that sell them now. Um, yeah. you, you can get some pretty cool stuff out there. Um, and I, I think plaster gives the best texture, especially in front of a camera. Um, it mm. looked right here, here. What the hell am I doing? I'm explaining to the rock guy. <laughs> I was trying to get the rock to the rock guy. Just <laughs> like, my experience, but uh, I agree. I agree, especially um, concrete structures. Yeah, so good, and when you do it in plaster, yeah, it, yeah, it it's hands down looks the best because it just looks super natural. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it's like to build a whole building out of plaster and how if it's how heavy or how fragile that um is. it's not too bad i've been doing using balsa wood 
and plaster my plaster molds for my um there's a company called diorama debris they sell 135th scale molds for like bricks rocks and it, it all it's like it's like dude it when you put this stuff, it's like Legos. You just put it together and you kind of piece it together. You have to measure, you have to measure everything out. But my models aren't too fragile. Like I could pick them up and kind of mm-hmm. hold them around. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, I wouldn't want to hit it with my arm or anything. But yeah, yeah. But it's 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 not bad. It's not it's not too like it's it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been really into building um, buildings out of basswood or balsa wood just because it's yeah. so it's so cheap and easy to deal with that. It bends real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can like glue. You can like super glue a building together in no time, like minutes. It's just like once you have it all cut, is it's you know just glue and go. What is your? um, I don't know if you deal with it. Actually, I don't think you do. But what's your go-to method of getting a perfect ninety-degree angle on balsa wood? Perfect ninety-degree angle on balsa wood. Uh, Smooth as butter. 90 degrees. Yeah, I <laughs> I I built um one of the buildings that I have on my Instagram is like a burnt down farmhouse or yeah, that that one. So for that um what I ended up doing was taking foam core and then gluing a bunch of um balsa wood on top of the foam core so the middle of two um balsa wood areas are sandwiching the foam core. Sure, sure. Um, and that really gave a good, it was easy to get that 90 degrees because then I just had to make one square piece of foam core wrapped in balsa wood and then the other wall and then just kind of like glue it together at that mm-hmm. point. So it looks like it's it's not just, um, it's not foam core, but it's got like some, it's just like balsa wood on top of each other, but it's really just like decorated foam core. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. What do you what do you use for your uh, your weathering for your uh, balsa wood? Mm, lots of different stuff. Um, you know, like I like to just paint it um, clean with some acrylic paints, and then use some AK. Um, uh, what do you call those things? Like the effects stuff, like the rust streaks or the brown streaks, okay. the winter yeah. grime. Um, if I'm feeling less fancy, I'll, uh, I'll literally take, a, a a lighter to it and kind of burn out, like thin it out, like naturally with flame. Um, the real deal then, huh? Yeah. Just, <laughs> nothing beats the real way. <laughs> right. um, um, I like, I really like games, workshops, texture paints, um, the crackling paints, especially. And cause it oh, not wow. only, yeah, not only does it like give really fine small cracks um and like that kind of texture but it does add a little bit more of a durability aspect to it it kind of makes it a little um tougher especially for balsa wood um i did that a lot on that farm project that farmstead project because like i'll I'll check it out then yeah yeah yeah. yeah, i wanted to make the wood look like it was burnt and it's like cracked like how wood burns um and not just be like painted black i wanted to give it like a texture um, so I used that all over the place and that was, that turned out better than I expected to. I was really proud of that. I even made like a little tutorial on it. <laughs> oh, well, I'll check it out because you yeah, said it's on there. workshop, uh, cracked paint or something. Yeah. It's, it's their technical paint line. Um, I, I forget the names off the top of my head. I think iron crust or iron earth. Like there's, there is two a quick rant. There's two paints that they make. They're technical paints and there's iron crust and iron earth. One's a cracking paint and the other one's just paint with some sort of like grit in it to give it like a sandy texture. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I always confuse which one it is, and they have the same color. They're both like these oxidized red colors. Really? And, yeah, I have to look it up every time. So yeah, yeah. I definitely bought the wrong one on more than one occasion. Yeah. Um, oh, if you what, real quick, one suggestion if you ever want to try this. This is what I've been using for my balsa wood. Is uh, you know, obviously the like right before your. Before you glue it all together, if you have them all cut out and laying out, put the the wire uh wire thing and uh just score it real quick with the wire. Cut, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm talking about the wire brush. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, what I've been using, and I and I do, I have tried so many weathering things, but um, is ink that you buy at you know like Hobby Lobby, like ink mm. like you used to actually dip your pen in. Sign, you buy that. Yeah. I called like Indian ink or something. I'm not sure what it's, it's something like that. Yeah. And you put a couple drops in a cup of water and that do that stuff works so good, man. Mm, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, better than plowing through that Vallejo wash stuff. Cause that stuff can get expensive, man. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I, I kind of, uh, here's a secret. I kind of figure out how to make a cheaper version of that. Um, yeah. take some, mineral spirits like you get at an oil um, paint section at an art store and then look for a dry pigment um especially like raw sienna for like rust or like burnt umber if you want to give it more of a grime and you just kind of add some of that mineral oil mineral spirits into the dry pigment and it really gives like a perfect like replica of like what you can get from like ak um Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? I, I got I got all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, the colors are too expensive like cuz they're you know, hoity-toity oil paint things. Um like the red is like stupid expensive. But all the earth colors um that you would need for like um weathering, yeah. Uh, you know, you get like a a spice container like that's like uh, you can't see, they can't see this but it's like this big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of dry pigment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like uh so that's I learned that actually not that long ago. I was just like wandering the art store, which I tend to do looking yeah. for like new things. Um, and I was like, wait, why didn't I do this? Like years ago, like this was, <laughs> this was right. so much cheaper and easier to deal with, but that's okay. Yeah. You learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to try that. Cause I, uh, always looking for, I mean, I, I always came and buy the Vallejo wash shit and it's just, God, it's like every trip to the hobby. Cause I have a local hobby store here. Yeah. I always walk out, spend it 40, 50 bucks on crap. I don't need. I'm, oh yeah. You know, every time so, yeah I, yeah i've limited myself like once every two weeks i can go allow myself down there but um yeah so so what's on the what's on the burner for you right now what's uh what are, what are you working on uh right now i'm working on this like uh skull face uh egyptian kind of themed temple uh <laughs> i have like a picture on there um of like before i was testing i'm the client wanted to put an LED behind the skull so that the eyes yeah. would have a, um, a little glow effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so that oh, one, yes. yeah, that's that cool. one that's on there. Um, I got a bunch of desert rocks that I've been doing. Um, and I have this massive pyramid project that I'm trying to get done for um, someone who wants to use it for a Dungeons and Dragons. This thing's massive. Like, two foot by two foot base and then it goes up in a pyramid so it's good it's, it's a huge it's a huge project how, um, how do you mail that to him or how's that working i haven't figured out the mailing part it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be fun i can because i might have to that. go you might have to uh let's see two feet by two feet and 
upwards. Yeah. Can that go uh, postal office or does it have to go by like a UPS or something? Yeah, I think I think so. I, I have some ideas on how I can um, make it a little more modular so then I can kind of flat pack like some Ikea furniture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's going to be more realistic or maybe do it in like two halves. But um, as it stands, it's going to be very difficult to ship. But I'm 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 enjoying the project. It's just really it's like as I'm painting it or something like that. I'm just like, oh god, it's going to take forever to ship, and it's going to be yeah. super expensive. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, hopefully, and the other thing you have to worry about is if it gets there in one piece. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, not. yeah, yeah. Knock on wood. I I haven't heard anyone say like, oh, my thing arrived broken. I try, I try yeah. to do so. You know, like the shifties as best I can. Um, do, you see, do you seal it with something? Uh, like a mat spray or something like that yeah, at the end? Like or you just as or it goes uh, as it I usually don't seal it. Um, I don't I I don't like the like when it you spray it and then it kinda gives it a shine. Like yep. a like yeah, I'm not too big yep. into that. I like it more matte. I guess I can try a matte spray, I just haven't. Um, I'm also always afraid that I'm gonna spray it and then anything foam is going to get eaten um, by the aerosols um, in those kind of sprays. I, I don't yeah. even, I don't even know if they do. I'm just so afraid to find out at the, you know, that's the last thing I do on this whole project, you know, it's like it just hours, away. <laughs> right, hours of work and it just melts away. Uh, that'd be <laughs> awful. Uh, yeah. That was, yeah. I, there's a guy I follow on YouTube and dude, Okay, he's he's the one I learned how to build 135th. He's like one of the only guys on YouTube that does. He's a phenomenal artist. He doesn't post anymore, but at the very end, dude, he worked on this house, I swear, for over a year. He posted videos like once a month. When he was all done, he sealed it with fucking Mod Podge. This thing, dude, he built that up. Like exactly how I do balsa wood. Dude, he spent forever. Dude, it looked the thing looked immaculate. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Then he took, he's like, and I sealed it at the end with Mod Podge. Or yeah, Mod Podge. I'm like, dude, uh -huh. it, was, it totally killed. It yeah. Oh man, like it yeah. made it dull. I don't know. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. about not uh, not sealing. It. Just kind of leave it as is, and usually gets yeah. look. So yeah, yeah. It might, you know, it's like a catch twenty two because it might. If you seal it, it might hold things a little better. But at the yeah. same time, you're gonna make it look a little less real, a little more obvious. <laughs> like, like it takes the edge off just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Kind of ruins the aesthetic sometimes. Yeah, I feel exactly. yeah, exactly because you spend all that time meticulously trying to get the look just right. Then you swap yeah. glue all over it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not enough of that. So, but um, so uh, so you're out in Cali, you said? Yeah, San Francisco area, doing doing my man, thing. Is it, isn't it? Uh, man, it's a small fortune to live out in that area, ain't it? Yeah, because <laughs> I know that, that uh, I have a friend that used to live out there, and I know he's 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 telling me that I can't do it anymore. So <laughs> it's it's maddening. Uh, yeah, I recommend anyone listening to this to not move to San Francisco. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, it's because uh, yeah, I mean, you guys got kind of a like a, the homeless problem's getting kind of bad out there, ain't it? Yeah, it's it's not. I would say it's not as bad as L.A., but you know. Oh sure. Yeah. Um, that that place seems even worse. But yeah, there's I I lived in a few places here in the Bay Area now, and my previous place was just surrounded. Um, I'm paying like way too much money to be living next to 
people like literally I walk out my door and there's like, you know, tents. <laughs> it was oh, like, yeah, really? it's, it's, it's pretty wild. Um, to move to the Midwest, man. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I probably spend a third of what you're spending on my rent. And I got a big ass house, man. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I bet I, I, I have a teeny room with nothing on the walls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, that's, but I mean, but then you have, I mean, on the flip side, you're in, you're on the coast and beautiful part of the country, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of nice where I can go to the beach one day and then the next day go to like Yosemite, you know, like that's a pretty, that's a pretty awesome, um, benefit of living in the area. How far is Yosemite away from you? Is it close? Uh, no, not really. It's like, I think about two to three hours away, maybe a little more. Yeah. It's not, it's not so bad as far as distance, but those windy roads, once you get closer to it, um, just take a long time to get through. Dude, so. we went to, I went to Oregon, me and my girlfriend the first time. Like I've never been out that way before. And I remember never drove West and we drove out there. Um, cause we're in Iowa and it took us 30 hours to drive out there. And what do we cannot like, everyone's like, dude, Oregon's the best place to go. It's, it's the, one of the best places, dude, those windy roads when we got into that state. Oh my, I mean, I'm sure, you know, it's probably like Yosemite. It's this yeah. An hour long drive on a road that's windier than a corkscrew, man, dude, it just seems like it's taking forever. And it's like, I'm like <laughs> this is like, okay, the first 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Later, it's just like, I'm like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just real slow go. And you're just kind of like rocking back and forth <laughs> with all these turns, you know? Like, right. Right. So, um, I was going to ask, I was going to ask you. So, oh, I don't know. I was going to ask you. I don't know if you know this. And I've been try- I've been meaning to ask other model makers this. Do you know? Is there? Um, I want to take some of my work to exhibits and stuff, but it seems like most model making exhibits is strictly for like tanks and like tanks and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, but I don't know. Is there anything for like terrain and stuff like that and custom stuff? You know, I I haven't really seen anything like that. Like, I know you're talking about like the the world war two, like exactly modelers, you know, they do all this fantastic recreations of, uh, any vehicle you can think of from world war two. And like, mm-hmm. those things are awesome. Like in the museum, especially when you have like this huge, like diorama of just like, I don't know, Normandy yeah. landing or something ridiculous, you know? Um, yeah, but I never seen anything other than that. I didn't, there is a art gallery in San, Sacramento, Okay. That has uh, had a diorama of like a this, this famous hot dog shop in L.A. that where like the building looks like a hot dog. Um, really, I I forget the name of the hot dog shop, but it's like a real place. But it looked so good, and it was sitting there um, on a pedestal with a plexiglass like box around it. And I was like, wow, I can't believe like something like I. I would make it's like sitting like right here in this yeah. museum next to all these crazy other um, abstract art, you know, like, yeah, I wish there was a place. Um, I guess the only place I can think of is like the Warhammer world in England where they have like these giant oh, sure. depictions or like games day. They do that kind of stuff where they have like yeah. huge depictions of battles and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it'd be cool to like see like uh, a massive, uh, like museum, I guess, or like some kind of exhibit of these like 
different model making skills. There's a, there's so much talent out there, oh, which is man, man. I know it scares the crap out of me. Oh, <laughs> dude. It's, I mean, dude, some of these guys, man, it's just like, how in the hell do you do some of this stuff? And I know, and I actually, I spoke to there's a, the, the other I'm a miniature artist I spoke with last week, and I was just like, a lot of the guys that do the stuff that I personally do, do, do not give up their secrets. They will not tell you. And I know some of these guys, and I ask them, they just they will they won't even respond to me and ask them a question like, "How did you do that part?" Yeah, is it? I, have you came across that? Because Damien, the guy like last week, he's like, "Yeah, not really." And uh, do you come across that? Or are people pretty open with you? Um. I guess that's a hard question for me to answer. I don't think I've really asked many model makers directly, like, "Hey, how did you do that?" A okay. few, maybe some, a few DMs here on Instagram, here and there. I'm just more sure. curious. It's mostly painting things. I, I don't. I'm not the best painter for miniatures, like uh, like miniature model stuff. But like some of these guys painting these like 40k Marines or whatever. It's like all this weathering. I'm like, that looks insanely good i want to translate that to like a yeah a, a whole model like how the hell did you do that and then they'll tell me and i like like i'm not sure i could <laughs> figure out how to do that on a large scale um well, i think i think it would like your passion is the rocks geology you know that's where you're laser focused on i think i don't know i'm sure probably probably with you we don't have the same passion for painting those miniatures yeah. i know i know do you yeah I, I i enjoy it but i enjoy it for myself and sure right to play the game i i don't really i don't think i'm going to change my uh instagram to a painting <laughs> don't painting, worry ever. a painting uh showcase anytime yeah soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no one's gonna care <laughs> right um, yeah that's fine yeah um you know there there, there is a, and um speaking of that there's a um I'm thinking of miniature gatherings. There is a uh, one in Chicago here, but it's for dollhouses, though. But it's like mm-hmm. apparently it's like, a, it's like a national dollhouse thing, which is kind of cool, I guess. There's a couple. Yeah. There's some really cool dollhouse guys out there. Yeah, but. yeah. There's like a lot of, I, I guess you could call it traditional method like things, like mm-hmm. the the train uh, model train guys um, and like the yeah. dollhouse people, and then you have the World War Two. Uh, these like different groups have been doing these like more like uh like these old school hobbies that started way back um and still hang around today i feel like the wargaming miniatures or like stuff that like like you do with like the photography that seems kind of like more a little more recent i mean correct me if i'm wrong but it seems i don't see too much i didn't see much of that not um a while ago like 20 like 10 years ago i don't think i've seen any of that stuff what, what, what do you uh like the like do you mean like the terrain for the warhammer stuff is that what you mean i seen like yeah like there's like the terrain but i feel like now it's kind of like things are picking up to like be more um an artistic part and not just like oh yeah util- it's utilitarian like okay and we have a hill because we we glued some <laughs> static right. grass to a box you know like <laughs> yeah i mean um, well i meant like you know uh Black Magic Craft, that guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he really it's like guys like that with those yeah. 200,000 followers have really yeah the game for everybody. Yeah, I um you mentioned Luke Towen, Towen, yep. right? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really like his work. I really like Black Magic Craft's videos. Um, he seems like a cool dude. Um, there's a couple other people. The one person that sadly I don't it, it's not around anymore is this creator uh 
they went by three T, three T terrain. Um, hmm. They, if you just Google three T terrain, they they have some amazing stuff. They they put out some incredible pieces. Um, lots was of it like a group or a guy. It was uh, it was a guy, and I don't know what the relationship of the woman was to him. I don't know if it's his wife or partner or something else but you know um yeah they they made all this stuff um and it's incredible it's all for um warhammer um especially 40k but they have like these orc buildings that have like these old imperial buildings that have been ransacked and then rebuilt with like an orky vibe to it so i got like mismatched plates metal plates everywhere and wow yeah yeah um, sure like factories and um they do they did landscape stuff too they also did some more like fantasy things where they had like giant spiders coming out of caves and they had tutorials on like daka daka.com which um they, they're still around if you can if you google it they're a great resource um oh, speaking of that yeah you know where there's an untapped pool dude it's on, <laughs> on skillshare there's oh no- yeah not a single diorama or miniature thing on there because me and my girlfriend were looking because she's like trying to figure out how to do her iPad Photoshop stuff and she's signing up for it. And I was like, hey, look to see if there's any terrain stuff on there or diorama. And she's like, no, there's not. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, yeah. man. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Videos in. Maybe you yeah. might get hits. I don't know. Yeah. That would be a, that would, I always like the idea of like doing something like that. Um, doing like a YouTube video. I would. I would be up for it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just kind of wishy-washy about it. I feel um, it's I would have to get all this equipment and then learn how to like edit. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's such an uh, undertaking to to get there. Um, it is. Feel, it, yeah. It, 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 it is. Yeah. It kind of like paralyzes my my ambition to do such a thing. I really would love to meet like a group that's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's make a kick-ass <laughs> model making channel. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's some, there's like so many awesome people there who got so much traction um, that I'm also afraid like, oh, we're gonna just be like shadowed by these giants on there. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, what the, I guess I don't know. There's not on YouTube. There's not anybody that does real realistic takings of like 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 your rocks are very realistic. And there's not a lot of it on there. Like my buildings, I definitely try to go for a more realistic looking type of uh, buildings. There's not very like there's literally one dude that does it. Mm. There's a, that it's an untapped market, but I don't know how big that market is. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like you yeah, two or three hundred subscribers, but going beyond, yeah. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. um, Yeah. So, but, well, we're hitting 45 minutes, bro. This is my longest one yet. So, uh, nice. I didn't, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Talking miniatures, man. Yeah. All the time. (laughs) It's, I, I, dude, like, start this podcast because this is why I told Damien last week, like, I don't have anybody to talk to this stuff around. My girlfriend, you know, she'll listen to me and she, you know, I love her to death. She's a trooper, but she doesn't really know shit about it. Yeah. So finding like you guys talking to people, right. this is great, man. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really, uh, I was really stoked about this idea. Same way because it's like my girlfriend's also just like she'll she'll listen to me and she'll be like, oh wow, that looks great. Like, <laughs> like yeah, and that's not the extent of the conversation. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm so desperately waiting for uh, 
COVID to stop being an an ass and go away so that we can get back to gaming. I want to bring like some epic terrain to like my local game stores and play some games. And um, what's the local scene like there? Well, I, I'm kind of new to the area that I'm currently living in. Um, Mm -hmm. There is a game store near me that I really want to, (laughs) I want to play games there. um, Where I I get my, like my, if I buy like 40 K stuff, I buy it there. Um, But there's a couple places around here and it seems, it seems great. It seems like a lot of places, you know, I'm kind of close to uh, Berkeley campus. So, you know, they got a lot of, a lot of young blood yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> out here playing some games. Um, but I haven't had a chance to play much because, um, you know, I was here for a little bit and then COVID kind of took, uh, took, took over everything, right? Yeah. Um, I know. We're, it's, uh, it's pretty out of control around here. Like, dude, like everybody, every, almost literally everybody I know has had it but me i have i for whatever reason have dodged that bullet and i actually do speaking of that yeah. i have a co-host but he oh. <laughs> he got I, he doesn't know for sure but dude he got covid and he got it super bad last like he started getting sick last week uh. and he's yeah he's he's like what, what's um yeah, he's he's super messed up right now, and I was like, dude, he's like, I can try to make it on. I'm like, dude, don't even worry about it, man. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. It's not important compared to your health. But yeah. anyways, yeah, yeah, uh, way more important things uh, than playing with plaster and epoxies. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So, but anyways, Michael, Mike, Mike, Michael, it's Michael, been Mike, whatever. Tell everybody who listens, you know how how can we find you? I'm gonna post your stuff on the show notes, but tell tell them anyways. Sure. So my Instagram page is probably the best way to see everything I make. It's at Omega Terrain. Um, I do have an Etsy shop, which is Omega Terrain Studio. Um, uh, if you search Etsy through that, um, although I don't post too much on there. I'm on Facebook under Omega Terrain too. I, I don't use it that much, but I am on there. Um, but yeah, Instagram is the best way. If you if you're listening to this and you want to ask myself a question directly, I'm always happy to answer questions. I get them occasionally, and I love when I get to help someone else create whatever they want to create. So, yeah, sounds good. And if you have uh, – I can't stress this enough. If you need help with rocks, Mike's your man. <laughs> I'm your guy. I'm your rock guy. <laughs> Way more than me. <laughs> it's been great, Mike. I appreciate you coming on, brother. Yeah, this is great. Thanks so much for inviting me on. Mm, thank you till next time all right